You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 3800 Marlton Pike, Pensacon, New Jersey. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.net. So I asked myself this week uh, some of the reasons were that they thought in general that our culture teaches us that we do not have enough. And immediately social media came up. Happy, shiny people with their abs and their organized closets and their inspirational quotes and their righteous opinions. Everyone was in total agreement. Of course, social media was designed to make us feel like we do not have enough. They pay lots of scientists big bucks to keep us coming back for more and making ads that seem natural to click and buy, click and buy, click and buy. And it's easy to see when we look, but it's also easy not to look. It's very easy to get caught up in the influence uh, and have our our life stolen from us. Uh, If it's not social media for you, it's something that is devouring you. But but social media for me fits the bill. I'm, I'm feeling a bit devoured. And I think Jesus has something to say about that in Mark 12. I'm going to ask some people to read here. There are two different little stories that I'd like. Um, I'm going to share my screen and I'd like two people to unmute and read. Mark 12, 38 through 44. Someone read. That's my alarm going off someone read that what jesus says here about the uh the teachers of the law uh, as he taught jesus said watch out for the teachers of the law they like to walk around in flowing robes and be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will be punished most severely. And now someone else read this this next section here. Thank you, Scott. Okay, I'll read it. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put everything, all she had, to live on. Jesus is paying attention to his time and place, and it's not difficult to see how it isn't working for a lot of people. Not the poor, they're getting devoured. Widows are like the the poorest people in that society. Not the spiritual who are rich. They're so obviously hollow. Not the revolutionaries. Israel is under Roman occupation. Look and you will see, Jesus says. And he says, watch out. 
for this teaching. That's Jesus' message. Pay attention. In verse 41, I like the detail. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were being put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. He goes to watch. He says, let's see what's happening. Uh, and, and this is what he observes. She, in her poverty, put in everything, all she had to live on. It might feel easier these days than ever to identify with the widow uh, because we are often, I think a lot of us feel like we don't have a lot to give. Uh, the future is so uncertain, so money, no matter how much we have or how much the government stimulates the economy via our bank accounts, it's easy to feel like there might not be enough. Uh, and, and that's because there might not be. Uh, we know how that feels. You know, nothing's working. Our government is a mess and scary. Our president is going out with a real bang. Our hearts are weary from sorrow after sorrow. They might be getting hard. So much trauma, so much difficulty, so much communal difficulty, the bad news all the time. It could be in your own life or it could be in the life of the world. I think that there's a bit of a comfort, I hope, in being together here, hanging on to each other right now in the Zoom call, being face-to-face, -face, as face-to-face as, -face as we can, and feeling like widows together a little bit, uh, with, with just barely enough to get by. Because and, and, and if you feel that way, you can be, be with Jesus' uplifting of that widow as well. Uh, she's the greater example of faith and devotion here in this moment in Mark 12, which means that maybe we're a lot closer than we than we think to living out Jesus's teaching today than maybe ever before, certainly more than last year, maybe at this time. We know we don't have enough by ourselves uh, in, a, in a new way. You know, I, I feel that way, at least. Uh, and, and Jesus changes the scales to match how we feel. Uh, feeling like I've got just two copper coins. That's exactly the right amount, Jesus says. Money, esteem, hope, faith, emotional health, rest, all these things that I, I feel I, I've only got two copper coins of. Um, that's enough. That's exactly the right amount, the amount that you have today to give. I give what I have today. I give what love I have. I give what energy I have. I give what diligence and skill and perseverance I have today. Because you see, the, the widow gave two copper coins because that's all that she had. But that's not like her whole life savings. She didn't save up her whole life to get two copper coins. That's just, she doesn't live like that. She lives day to day. Um, the, the two copper coins that she gives away for today, she'll probably come by tomorrow or hopefully the next day. But that's the kind of life that she's living. It's a day-to-day -day thing. Much of the world still lives like that. Many, and it, the, the, the way it is here in the United States is living paycheck to paycheck. That's totally normal. <laughs> that's, that, that's how a lot of people live. So, um, kind of normalizing that reliance is like, She's not get throwing her whole life away. She's giving what she has for today because part of what she's decided is necessary for her life is to show her devotion at the temple. That's what's necessary for today. She's giving, she, she is in need. 
but it's not it's not like the, these two copper coins are um, going to ruin her because she's she already lives kind of close to ruin in reliance upon God. And I, I think many of us might feel like we're living that way too. And that's the opportunity that I, that I'm uplifting here. Um, she, she gives what little she has for that day, trusting God to provide for tomorrow. Like it, like in the, uh, in the Lord's prayer, give us today our daily bread. Um, that, we need to pray that prayer, not just so we get fed, but so we can trust God and rely on God. And if we have so much that we never have the opportunity to feel like we, we have to trust God, um, it'll be more difficult for us. Um, going back to those uh, those uh, other guys, the ones uh, that are putting out of their wealth and walking around, um, I'm thinking that the flowing robes, you know, those are the abs and the organized closets. You know, those most important seats that the religious people want. They're like uh, all of the followers on Twitter and the cable news consultations. You can think of a few religious leaders today that fit this description, right? The places of honor at banquets. Those are the, the followers and the likes. Maybe the monetization of their channel on YouTube. Everyone can be a big star. You just have to be funny and inspirational for like a couple minutes or even a couple moments on TikTok. But then the devouring. <laughs> the, that, that life eats us up. And I think it eats up those people that are, that are, that are in it as well. Um, the lengthy prayers for show that, that those people uh are doing. I think that's like half of my news feed on social media. So I want to do something else. I want to go with uh, the widow and those that don't, that don't have flashy flowy robes or some need to, to be uh, esteemed so much. Just living my simple little life in, in most, mostly obscurity um, is, uh, is pretty good. Slightly better than barely hanging on is pretty good. Because it allows us to be real about today, how much we have today, how much we tr how much trust we have. We don't need all that other stuff. Trust is a resource much more powerful than the affirmation of likes and views and getting it right and having everyone make you feel safe about your opinion. It's all almost ridiculous making that comparison, but not if you're not looking, not if you're not watching out. You have to keep paying attention and, and, and turn back to Jesus paying attention to you. Jesus watching you with your two little copper coins and giving what you can. Best practices for this are to offer what you have in prayer to God every day. Make a practice out of paying attention with Jesus every day. Make an appointment to spend time looking at your life with God. What has happened? Like we were just doing with Brandon. Where was God? Were you there? There you were. Thanks for being here. You know, it could be like, um, where were you? Oh, you were, you were, you were there. Or it could be like, uh, where were you? Gah! Oh, you were there. Huh. Or it could be like, where were you? Hmm. Oh, wait a sec. Oh, you were there. Lots of lots of different ways to come to the uh, to the to your appointment, and if you do it every day, 
uh, I guarantee that that you'll see God there. Journaling helps me make this concrete. Uh, it's something I can do that kind of leaves a record that that something happened, and that's really helpful for me because because showing up is half the battle. Um, but but the record that it also leaves is like a a, a reservoir. Because oftentimes the, the answer to those questions comes in little drops and you're not even really sure sometimes. But if you go back and look, the, all those drops add up and you can say, oh, wow, there's a whole river of life flowing through mine. Because these drips keep happening. Or another metaphor, you know, it only feels like a crumb sometimes. But if you go back and look, all the crumbs add up to a loaf and you're fed. You have enough. My, don't go to your appointment with God with some expectation of, of super epiphanies, like the sky's going to rip open every time you decide to actually pray. Um, it might happen, <laughs> and that would be really great, and I do want that for you. But slightly better than barely hanging on is probably going to be normal. Showing up and, and receiving the the little bit that, that you have and giving the little bit that you have and and making that connection with God, and then maybe telling someone about it. Um, that's pretty good. If you did that every day or every weekday even, um, you know, ask the questions. Um, God, what should I do with my pennies today? How is God, how, how are you going to give me what I need today? Who are you connecting me to today, God? Where is the Spirit leading me today? Those questions, take them, take them to a journal, take them to an appointment with God and, and God's going to show up. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect dropdown at circleofhope.net.